Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where we teach you, we teach you wow, I love this. all of the things about the Bible. <laughs> no, I was it's like... Fresh new intro. No, I know, it's a new intro. No, I was thinking about you too, actually. I was like, my good, great friends, Jason Dedeker, teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Uh, yeah, I feel for you two today, because I understand that this is like the last time that you're together for a little while, so... I love you both. My heart goes out to you. Why, thank you. Yeah, it's the last time I get to be drinking in the evening. Because That's true. from here on out, on Drunk Bible Study Day at our live shows, it's going to be like 10 in the morning or something like that. So I got to switch my repertoire, my drink repertoire, to a breakfast-friendly mm. drink You did repertoire. do a lot of Bloody Marys. Yes. Yeah. 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 Got to get some Bloody Marys. Got to get some mimosas. What else do people drink in the mornings? Bellinis. Some Bellinis, maybe mm. some boozy coffee. Yeah, I was going to say like Irish yeah. coffees and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Maybe I should get on the Irish coffee train. I could really, really up my game there. I mean, this morning you had that like maple coffee situation, right? Or like a brown sugar coffee that kind of yes. had that like pancakey flavor to it. So you could kind of yeah. go that direction too. Did it have alcohol in it? Starbucks did not put alcohol in it. <laughs> no matter how many times I asked them to, they refused. <laughs> You're like, listen, I have a podcast today. No, those types of Starbucks exist, I thought, in Seattle. No, there's... Boozy Starbucks? No. Yeah, the the... What are they called? There are Starbuckses in Seattle that have beer and wine, but not like they don't make yeah. mixed drinks. It's not like the Starbucks that we all went to in Shanghai, in Shanghai. or whatever that was okay. that actually had yeah. like legit cocktails. The Reserve, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah the Reserve Starbucks. Okay, well, that's Oh, right. yeah, Samantha in the chat is, is asking about boozy kombucha. That'd be a good breakfast drink to start your day. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's not bad. Get some probiotics like in there. vaguely healthy for your <laughs> gut biome. Indeed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> biome healthy. And then, you know, screw it all up with the alcohol, but it's fine. It's fine. It kind of cancels each other you don't out. Think the, you don't think the probiotics are, are encouraged by the alcohol? Maybe. Yeah, I feel like they love, I don't know. They love it. I think they love Wouldn't it. Wouldn't they love it? Like, if it's like if I can have a party and my gut biome can have a party, everyone has a good time. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah I like sure. that. Well, let's go with that for sure. Okay. These are all good ideas of things we should serve at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub when we open that establishment. When we're open for brunch. Yeah. 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 On Saturdays and Sundays, I can't do that every single day. (laughs) Brunch is the worst. I'm just going to say, if you've ever like worked in a restaurant, brunch is the literal worst. So Mm, let's not do that every single day. But Saturdays and Sundays are okay. All righty. So here we are. Almost. We're at the penultimate episode of Isaiah. I cannot wait to get out of here. Really, I cannot. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Um, I think that I'm not the only person who feels this way, according to the chat. But what happened last time? We had some some fun times with Yahweh, as always. We had a bet yes. that Yahweh isn't going to ever be mad. Yeah. Let me clarify. The bet was that he's not going to be 
mad and punitive because of it. That he's, that he's no, yeah, that no, he's not going to kill someone. I oh. worry that you're kind of trying to retcon things here by making it like <laughs> moving, you're moving the goalpost at this moment. We talked about this last time. He can still be disappointed, but he's not going to enact his anger upon. <sighs> okay. I do agree with that. Yeah. I thought that at least <laughs> by the end of Isaiah, he would kill someone again. Probably. <laughs> and I'm saying he won't. I think, I think it's all okay. uphill from here, uh, but like in a good way. I never know how that expression goes. What about in Jeremiah? Well, okay, yeah. So I was looking into this a little bit because I was curious about what we have coming up. So next after this, we're doing the book of Jeremiah, also the book of the bullfrog, as we will probably call it. And so basically the the interesting thing is that Isaiah prophecies about the like the capture and fall of Israel and Judah and then their eventual comeback tour, right? Mm. After <laughs> after they are rescued from Babylonian captivity. Uh-huh. And then Jeremiah prophecies about the same things. The difference, though, is that Isaiah lived like two full kings before any of this happened. And maybe some of his books were written afterward, as we've talked about, or compiled later, versus Jeremiah, who wrote during the last king into the captivity a little bit. So he actually like lived during Babylonian captivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, we're going to do... Uh, Ezekiel, okay. who lived like through all of the captivity to the after part. So like their lives do kind of go chronologically one after the other. Okay. But I, I get the impression that Jeremiah is kind of prophesying about very similar things. Okay. So anyway, but but I, but I don't know. However, I have heard that their writing styles are very different. Yeah. Uh, in Jeremiah, we're going to get more like personal stories about Jeremiah as that. opposed to oh, Isaiah. That's, that's nice. just all prophecy and acid trips. Yeah, Isaiah's just all drugs all the time. You don't really get to <laughs> yeah. know the guy. But yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward yeah, to... Yeah, Jeremiah's like, dear diary. <laughs> right. I'm Jeremiah. <laughs> exactly. Today, I went out and <laughs> sat in a cornfield and thought about God. Uh-huh. And then he spoke to me. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's so that's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what Jeremiah is all about. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, besides that, what are we drinking? Well, on this, uh, yeah, this night drinking. Yeah, time my my last you, opportunity Dedeker. to night drink ever for the rest of my life is um, <laughs> no. no. I'm drinking something very interesting. So it's a pre mixed cocktail in a bottle. It's rum, rye whiskey, ginger, and bitters, and it's called. Hercules Mulligan. <gasps> and it's Hercules Mulligan. <laughs> yes. It is so tasty for for Oh, that's what Hercules Mulligan yeah, tastes like. He's super tasty. For for basically just being hard alcohol mixed together with a little bit of flavoring and bitters, it's very creamy. It's very kind of almost like eggnoggy, Christmassy, spicy, but it is just served over ice at you know, just straight out of the bottle, and I love it. Lovely. That's very cool. It is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. We both discovered that last week, I guess. We did an online uh, spirit tasting. Okay, so this is from we that. ordered the stuff beforehand mm-hmm. and then did that tasting, and that was one of them, was the Hercules Mulligan. Yeah. Very cool. So what I'm drinking is something that we talked about a few weeks ago, which is some 19 crimes, but I got the the Snoop Dogg one because we had to, you know, we had to find out what he's all about. Yeah, um, uh, I've had it. It's, it's not my favorite. Like it at oh, all. both of your faces. Not like it at all. I'm seeing both <laughs> of your faces really... gave the same level of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Snoop. I'm sorry, man. It just wasn't. It was. 
like a, it was not a good wine, unfortunately. Aww. And I've had other 19 crimes that I've enjoyed, and that one has been my least favorite by far. Yeah, so Sorry, it's a red blend, Sorry. and it's just it's just too sweet. I think it just tastes a little bit oh, like wait. fruit juice. Wait, wait, wait. And which surprised me about Snoop. I didn't think oh, that, that didn't he would put his name on something. Really? No, I expected that. Oh, well. Like, okay, Snoop Dogg, as we all know, hosted the Puppy Bowl this last year, along with Martha Stewart. I didn't and, know that. <laughs> well, you missed out. I did. But actually, I mean, they were hardly on it. They, there were like two scenes of the two of them, and it was mostly just watching puppies, which was great. But mm-hmm. uh, they both, they each like taught a, a drink recipe on it. And his was like this super fruity, fruit punch, gin and juice kind of thing. And I was just like, okay, sure. Like, that's kind of your deal. And so when this was fruity and sweet, I was like, okay. Yeah, I guess that fits with what I gathered from your drink making on the puppy So it, it's like a wine that wants to be gin and juice, but is actually a wine. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. And then yeah. I found out he's there's another Snoop Dogg 19 Crimes wine that's actually a rosé. So it's like even sweeter. So he's going, mm. he's like doubling down on making sweet it's wines. It's not with them. necessarily even sweeter. There are many roses that are quite dry. Yeah. How do you know? Snoop and, could surprise all of us. Yeah. With the dry rose. I, I, I want to get my hands on this rose Snoop. Yeah. Give it a try. I got to, yeah. The description, yeah. though, right up front was like strawberry flavored. So I'm like, okay, okay this is going to be a then, sweet but, situation. However, I will say from a marketing standpoint, they did do a good job that they have a Snapchat filter hmm. where you can put yourself on the bottle of 19 Crimes oh, yeah. Snoop wine, you know, in that style. Cute. Like they all have the pictures of the people on them. Anyway, I have not tried Amazing. it because I have not used Snapchat in many years. So here we are. Yeah, not really a big thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I shouldn't be dissing Snoop because I am literally drinking gin and <laughs> <Okay>. juice <laughs> or gin and strawberries, actually. Oh, so there you go. Nice. Um, this is from this is a work drink called the Strawberry Smash. And it, it has yeah the aquafaba is kind of like dissipated at this point but it's just muddled strawberries aquafaba lemon um i put gin in because i'm out of vodka but vodka would be like a less offensive flavor with it um but yeah it's it's lovely it's a beautiful drink and then it has like little powdered strawberry around the rim oh so that's kind of fun sugar or something wow it's sugar and powdered strawberry yeah that's what we use at work and so I okay. like to steal a lot of work drinks because they're really good. Nice. Nice. So, All right. I recommend. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do this. If we're ever going to get through Isaiah, we need to, we need to get up on this. <sighs> so Whew. here we go. We are continuing on with Isaiah. Four chapters today. Chapters 60 through 63. Today is the penultimate episode. Next week will be the last episode of Isaiah. So please come join us for that and the quiz afterward in the bonus episode. It's going to be amazing. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for your light is come. This sounds like the opening to a song or something. 
It is. Oh. From Handel's Messiah. Oh, of course. Of course. God <laughs> bless it. Every single time. Dedeker's super over it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> but I'm also just so impressed that Jace knows the song that well. That well, Jace. You know this entire Gosh. thing like word for word, I swear. But like, okay, think about it. Like, if you heard some random line and you were like, oh yeah, that's like that line from Hamilton yeah, or yeah. Rent okay, or yeah. the last five years, I've probably listened to Handel's Messiah more times than I've listened to any of those things. And I could mm. probably also pick out most lines from those things. All so right. it's just, just one of those things I've listened to a lot. Sure. I don't, I wouldn't even call myself an expert on it. it just happens to be a musical that I've listened to a lot. Got it. Beautiful. All right. Arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of Yahweh is risen on you. I mean, like he's the sun and like is risen upon thee. There you go. Yeah. Like his rays are on his you. God rays. Perfect. His God rays. Yeah. yeah. His God rays. That's good. Yeah. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the peoples. And gross darkness the peoples. Who wrote this? But Yahweh will arise on you, <laughs> and his glory shall be seen on you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about, and see, they all gather themselves together, they come to you. Your son shall come from far, and your daughters shall be carried in the arms. I guess in the arms of the sons? Of the angel. Sarah McLaughlin did not write those. (laughs) Um... Then you shall see and be radiant, and your heart shall thrill and be enlarged. That sounds potentially dangerous. Because the abundance (laughs) of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover you. Whoa, will it cover you? It's going to cover you. Not it's yeah, going to come that to you. That sounds also dangerous. <laughs> this is like a Lion King reference, except for we're in, you know, what, Jerusalem? In the Where the Middle heck East are they? Somewhere, so yeah. it's okay, yeah, but it's, instead of a wildebeest stampede, it's a camel stampede that's going to wipe mm, you good. straight out. Mm-hmm. Camels can run really quickly, also, right? Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be stepped on by a bunch of camels. Are they? They're not herd animals, I'm assuming. Not like wildebeest. Sure, they are. Are they? Why not? I don't know. I don't why, know. why not? I don't know. We don't know anything about I've camels. I've only seen like maybe three at a time together in movies. I've never seen any camels together in person, so I have yes, no idea. you're right. I haven't either, but okay, I also haven't on. seen a wildebeest. Oh, I'm, yes. I just Googled it. I just Googled it, and okay. I'm going to drop a line from Jurassic Park on you to answer it. Mm. Hurts. They do move in herds. Oh, that's good. Thank you. That's good. Thank you for looking that up. Okay. Huh. The multitude of camels shall cover you. The dromedaries? Did I Sorry, say that right? It's still funny. Oh, the dromedary? Uh-huh. The yeah. dromedary. Yeah. What does that mean? It's a camel. Oh. Yeah. It's a type of camel. With like multiple humps? Oh, dromedary only has one. Got it. But the other camels have two? Yeah. Cool. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah. All they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praises of Yahweh. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together to you. The rams of Neboath shall minister to you. They shall come up with acceptance on my altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. (laughs) That sounds like a euphemism. Who are these who fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Hmm, Who are they? I don't know. Who are they? Who are they? Uh, Surely the isles shall... The isles... You know the ones <laughs> shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish first to bring your sons from far, 
their silver and their gold with them for the name of Yahweh your God and for the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified you. Foreigners shall build up your walls and their kings shall minister to you. For in my wrath, I struck you. Okay, he's talking about the past though. Past tense. <laughs> Come on now. He's not, he's <laughs> not threatening future violence yet. <laughs> not yet. Okay. Okay. He drank that wrath drink. And so, you know, he struck you, which is terrible and sad. <laughs> but in my favor, have I had mercy on you? Your gates also shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day nor night, that men may bring you to the wealth of the nations and their kings led captive. For that nation and kingdom that will not serve you shall perish. Yes, those nations shall be utterly wasted. Yep, can relate. Jeez. Wasted. Super wasted. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's definitely going to like screw up a bunch of other places, but not necessarily mm-hmm. his own people Yeah, at this yeah. particular moment in time. I'm remembering the specifics of the bet was not only was he not going to enact violence upon his own people, but also not threaten it. That was that was part of it. So it's he's not going to threaten them either. And it's so far, that's still okay. Because he's okay. saying he did this in the past. Really skirting the line there. Did we not get something last week that was like, I'm going to, I'm angry, but I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like oh, okay. he can express his feelings, but he's not, you know, threatening okay. about okay. it. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, that's good. He's being a better boyfriend these days. Good for him. He's learned things. Yeah. He's listened to our better. other podcasts. Right. <laughs> yeah. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you. The fir tree, the pine, and the box tree together. I forgot about the box tree. <laughs> to beautify the palace, the place of my sanctuary. And I will make my place of my feet glorious. <laughs> glorious. Now he's getting into landscaping around... He's gotten into everything else. At first, it was all about the inner renovations and the interior design and all the gold. And now he's like, ooh, this yard, though. Hmm, these porches, all these many porches. Hmm, yeah, let me just put up a nice hedge here, maybe a fountain, a little water feature. Oh, that'd be be nice. Can I get some sod? (laughs) For God? Sod for God. God. I like that. (laughs) Please make that a thing. Uh, so I just want to give you some of the message here real quick. So this line, I wasn't even paying attention, but this line just jumped off the page and into my eyeballs. And that's from <laughs> a couple verses before. Uh-huh. Your Jerusalem gates will always be open. Open house, day and night, receiving <sighs> deliveries of wealth from all nations and their kings. The delivery boys! Exclamation point. <laughs> Wait, what does that, that mean? The, the Amazon Prime drivers. <laughs> yeah. They're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. Okay. You're going to have so many cardboard boxes, you're not even going to know what to do with them. Oh, gosh. Do you oh, remember the your time? Your cats are going to love it. Your cats are going to go nuts. Yeah. Do you remember the time when we all were like having to get new bags for groceries? We couldn't bring in bags. I had so many bags during the <laughs> pandemic. It was awful. Mm. I couldn't go to the grocery store without getting a freaking new bag. It was terrible. So similar. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> <laughs> the sons of those who afflicted you shall come bending to you. And all those who despised you shall bow themselves down at the soles of your feet. <laughs> They're going to like pick up your feet and bow down to the soles. And they shall call you the city of Yahweh, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Whereas you have been forsaken and hated so that no man passed through you, 
I will make you an external excellency, a joy of many generations. You shall also suck the milk of the nations. Whoa, okay. I was in and now I'm out. Cool. Cool. I liked it when it was rivers of milk and honey where it's like, it's it's there. Just take it. Just scoop it up in a bucket. If this is a, I have to seek it out and then go suck that milk. Mm. Just wait for the next line. Okay. uh, Here we go. And she'll suck the breast of kings. Didn't we have this conversation before? We did. That's weird that male breastfeeding has come back around twice yeah. in the same Maybe book. Maybe God is just like really coveting that. He's like, I really want this to be a thing. <laughs> then why didn't he it's make like, it This is a, a real design flaw that I've identified. <laughs> I should have noticed this the first time around. I, it's really <laughs> taken me a long time, but I just, oh yeah. man, if I could release a patch, I would. <laughs> that would... <laughs> Like cyberpunk, like God's just like releasing all of these patches. Yeah, to, like, the male make... breast milk patch. Yeah, exactly. That's the only one. He doesn't solve like institutional racism, sexism, yeah. poverty, disease, illness. No, no. Male breastfeeding. But male yeah, breastfeeding. That's... You gotta get that one. <laughs> it's really on. the only one that he cares about, quite <laughs> frankly. Uh, she'll suck the breast of kings and you shall know that I, Yahweh, am your savior and your redeemer, the mighty one of <laughs> For brass, I will bring gold. And for iron, I will bring silver. And for wood brass, <laughs> and for stones, iron. What, what the heck sorry, is for wood, wood brass? Yeah, brass? Yes, we're missing some punctuation. That's what's going on. Yeah, okay. Wait, oh, oh, I see. For wood, brass. Okay, okay so, so for gold, iron, for gold silver. Gold beats brass, silver beats iron, brass beats wood, and iron beats stones. Got it. We'll turn it into a game. Yeah. We good. just got to come up with the hand signals for it. Yeah. And we'll Rochambeau mm-hmm. and it'll be great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> Let's see. We got to yeah, workshop that. I will also make your officers peace and righteousness your ruler. Violence shall no more be heard in your land, desolation nor destruction within your borders. But you shall call your walls salvation, your gates praise. Cool, these these names are lovely. What? (laughs) The message, she says, you'll name your main street Salvation Way and install Praise Park at the center of town. Oh, Oh, my. my. Eugene. He's he's really trying to make it cute. He's really trying to make it adorable. He's really trying. That is true. No one denies that. He is really trying. I do want to look up if anyone has made Praise Park, because if not, they're sitting on a gold mine, you know? Yeah, does that come up in Google Maps? Um, (laughs) Let's see. That's actually, that's a good question. Praise Park Maps. Okay, yeah, there is a Praise Park in Where? Utah. South Africa. Oh. Oh. Wow. Also, also in the United States. Uh, let's see. Where are these? There's one. Looks like it's on the border between uh, Kentucky and West Virginia. Not surprising. There's there's a place called Praise Park Ministries in Alabama. Oh. Uh, and then there's also in Indiana, there's a Praise Park in a lot of places that I expected it to be. Yeah. 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 All right. The sun shall be no more your light by day. Neither for brightness shall the moon give you light to you. But Yahweh will be to you an everlasting light. Hmm. Oh, like uh, the even star. Like a like from Lord of the Rings. Correct. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm oh, no, almost... no, no. Not the even star. But she gave Galadriel gave that, that yeah. thing, that the, bottle what? of like light juice. Yeah, it was that not the even star? It wasn't. Our no, most... the even star was Arwen's. Oh thing. yeah. Wait, our 
Our it was the light. It was the light of star. Like, what Ellen, the heck was Arendil it? Arendelle or Ellendale? Yeah. Something Our most like beloved that. star. I love her. She's amazing. Yes. Um, okay. That's exactly what's happening right now. Correct. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that's funny. It's like the extended scenes in Fellowship. So basically, God is like giving everyone like their things, oh, but it doesn't good. make yeah. the final cut right. of the movie. Right. That's why we've never heard of this before. Exactly. That's why you have to watch the DVD in order to get like the backstory. <laughs> the DVD of Got the it. Old Testament. The DVD <laughs> of Isaiah, which is Drunk Bible Study to get the all these extra scenes. The 206 DVD set. <laughs> yeah. Slash like the HBO Max version of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what are DVDs, by the way? Um, your son... <laughs> Okay, Yahweh will be to you an everlasting light, and your God your glory. Your sun shall no more go down, neither shall your moon withdraw itself. So they're going to be like happening at the the same time. Yeah, that's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Like a bad idea, Yahweh. Not good for the ecosystem. (laughs) No, no, no. For Yahweh will be your everlasting light, and the days of your mourning shall be ended. Your people also shall be all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands that I may be glorified. The little one shall become a thousand and the small one a strong nation. I, Yahweh, will hasten it in its time. Okay. Great. Great. I love it. Great. Yeah. Great. That was great. Sweet. Okay. Are we ready? Chapter 61. <laughs> The spirit of the Lord Yahweh is on me because Yahweh has anointed me to preach good news to the humble. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of Yahweh's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. Okay, skirting that line. Really skirting that line. He just likes, he likes to like throw out that he could be angry. So, but I, I think this is about the enemies. A, I know. I think this is about the enemies. He's, no, he's cruising saying. for a bruising like Dedeker is trying he's to say. He's cruising for bruising somebody else. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah, sure. No one denies. But it's, it's like the, I don't, I don't know if this is true because like I didn't have a dad, but like, he's like the father who's like, you're cruising for a bruising. Maybe. Or something. Maybe? Yeah, he's kind of the dad. It's like, I will pull this car over. Mm, yeah. And then doesn't. We will turn and around doesn't. right now. Yeah. If that other guy were in my car, I'd pull this car over. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> see, see, if your mortal enemy were in my car right now, I yeah. would pull it over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> I'm going to get back to the Bible. Cool. To comfort all who mourn, to appoint to those who mourn in Zion, to give to them a garland for ashes the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I think these are like the same trades we were doing before uh with getting like better materials. Okay, got it. It's a pattern. Yeah, so we trade in our ashes for garland. We trade in our mourning for the oil of joy. We trade in the spirit of heaviness for the garment of praise. Hot ashes for trees. Yep. Warm air for a cool breeze. Warm air for a cool breeze. Yeah. Cold comfort for change. What's that? What are you referencing? It's Pink Floyd. Come on, Emily. Oh, I need to listen. That... They may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of Yahweh, that he may be glorified. They shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. 
Oh, we what love a deal, that. right? Yeah. The vine dressers. What's that? V- vine dressers. Uh, I assume people who take care of the vineyards. Oh, yeah. Maybe they oh. put them up on those little trellises or plant them or something like that. Lovely. Or maybe we can look up what a vine dresser is. Let's write that down for the bonus, shall we? Sure. It's your job, Dedeker. You've got to do two jobs at the same time. I don't time. like it being my job all the time, but that's okay. I'm doing it. You're so good I'm at I'm doing it. it with a gladful heart. You know okay. what? You're so good at it, though. Thank you. Thank you. But you shall be named the priests of Yahweh. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. You shall eat the wealth of the nations, and in their glory shall you boast yourselves. Instead of your shame, you shall have double, and instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be to them. For I, Yahweh, love justice. <laughs> okay. I, Why don't you prove it then? <laughs> oh, I don't. I believe that Yahweh loves justice. I think he maybe has a very intense definition of justice, but I, I wholeheartedly believe that he loves justice. Okay. Yeah, that does that does check out, I suppose. A certain a certain justice. A certain for justice. I, For I, Yahweh, love justice. Mm. I hate robbery with iniquity, and I will give them their recompense in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their seed shall be known among the nations, and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which Yahweh has blessed. The seed. Do you see those those over there? That's the the seed. They're the seed. Yahweh's blessed them. Whoa. I will greatly rejoice in Yahweh. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. wonder what those look like. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. Do bridegrooms do the whole garland thing? I'm imagining like... I mean, not very, any that I know. Like plasticky Christmas tree tinsel <laughs> is what comes to <laughs> mind good. for me. That's good. Maybe a popcorn. I feel like a lay, maybe. A lay is good. mm, Okay, yeah. They're getting married in Hawaiian beach wedding. Yeah, (laughs) love it. Yes. For as the earth brings forth its bud, and as the garden causes the things that are sown into it to spring forth, so the Lord Yahweh will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Wow, sweet. That's it. See, this is sounding great. That was bada bing, bada boom. It is surprisingly uplifting. Mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's nice because often we have a lot of anger and sadness in these chapters and, we have, and we're doing yeah. something different here. Yeah. It's good. It's this Trito Isaiah, you know, Trito Isaiah is all, right. you know, sunshine and moonbeams. That's what we get for dealing with the rest, Deutero and Proto. Mm-hmm. We get to this now and we're happy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So before we go on to the next two chapters of Isaiah and then our Psalms, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show and help keep this coming so that we can make it through the rest of this ding dang Bible. All right, folks, welcome back. And now it is time to move on to chapter 62. Woo. Woohoo! For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest until her righteousness go forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. It's just like all about the metaphors today. <laughs> okay, he's kind of threatening this indirect, I'm going to burn you through my child who is so righteous that they will burn you. Hmm, okay. I saw it less as a threat and more of just the glory of how bright they're burning. You know, I'm no, I'm thinking second degree here. Okay, okay. Oh, right. okay. 
The nations shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory, and you shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of Yahweh shall name. Which is? What is it? (laughs) We'll find out. You shall also be a crown of beauty in the hand of Yahweh and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken, neither shall your land any more be termed desolate, but you shall be called Hephzibah and your land Beulah. I preferred uh, oh. Israel, but that's okay. just me. I mean, huh. That's just my interpretation. That's, yeah. You know, I never, uh, there's whatever. Gotta be, I'm know. sure there's got to be translations to Hephzibah and Beulah, right? It's a little bit disconcerting that they translate the other bad terms, but they don't give us the nice, the nice ones. Okay, uh, let's what see here. What does Eugene say? Well, I'm actually, Eugene doesn't have much good to say, but the complete hmm. Jewish Bible uh, always gives me translations for the names, which is nice. Okay. meanings for the names. Uh, so he says, verse four, you will no longer be spoken of as Azuva, which means abandoned, and your land be spoken of as Shemama, which means desolate. Rather, you will be called Heftziva, my delight is in her, mm. wink, whoa. and your land, whoa, whoa, whoa. and your land, Beula, which means married. To whom? So. Oh, okay. All right. To God? We are married to God, which I guess is like what you guys talked about when you talked about the ring well, and the promise, it, I that mean, promise the, ring. <laughs> no, that's a little bit different. It's more the the imagery of being married to God or especially married to Christ is pretty common, especially on the Christian side of things. That's a lot of people being married to Christ. I'm just saying. It, it, well, technically nuns are supposed to be like married to Jesus. Do they have rings? Yeah. I don't think so. Not that I know of. But okay, but that's the, that's their whole thing is that they're they're married they're married to the the big G, yeah J. Well, that's kind of G, one of the J, same. Whatever. Oh, whatever oh, oh I guess I yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. God or Jesus. Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. For Yahweh delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. It makes total sense. Wait, your sons are going to marry your parents? I, that, is, that is a little confusing. What's happening? I have set watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace, day nor night. You who call on Yahweh, take no rest and give him no rest until he establish and until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Yahweh has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength, Surely I will no more give your grain to be food for your enemies, and foreigners shall not drink your new wine for which you have labored. But those who have garnered it shall eat it and praise Yahweh, and those who have gathered it shall drink it in the courts of my sanctuary. Good. Cool. Go through. Cool. Go through the gates. Prepare you the way of the people. Cast up. Cast up the highway. Gather out the stones. Lift up an ensign for the peoples. Behold, Yahweh has proclaimed to the end of the earth. Say you to the daughter of Zion, behold, your salvation comes. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. They shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of Yahweh, and you shall be called sought out, a city not forsaken. That's the end of the chapter. So we're just like renaming, renaming stuff. What's happening? This, uh, 
I can get this, especially understanding the context of like speaking to a nation that has now endured or is about to endure, depending on how you want to interpret this, many, many years of occupation and slavery and all these mm-hmm. things that this this is it's quite uplifting, right? It's quite encouraging to say that, you know, your enemies are not going to take your food anymore. You're going to get to own all the stuff that you want to own. And also on top of that, you're not going to be ashamed anymore. You're not going to be infamously associated with being this crappy nation that other people could just walk all over. Mm, You're going to be cool and beautiful and I'm going to marry you. And also this whole thing of changing names for a big, you know, like a, a meaningful event happens and you change your name. We ran across that a lot in the Old Testament too, right? Of people changing their own name to like, I'm going to change my name from beautiful times to to, I'm so sad because of this bad thing that happened, you know? So (laughs) it makes sense. It fits. (laughs) Beautiful. Didn't someone name their child like life really sucks? Something Something like like that. that, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Last Uh, chapter of Isaiah for today. The title of this one in the message is Who Goes There? hmm. Okay. Who Goes There? Who is this who comes from Edom with dyed garments from Basra? This who is glorified in his clothing, marching in the greatness of his strength? I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Is that the answer? That it's me? It's me? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Why are you red in your clothing and your garments like him who treads in the wine vat? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he's like clothed in red and like red purple, purple and, and red. purple. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's like from the handmaid still. He's a handmaid. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. I have trodden the winepress alone and of the peoples, there was no man with me. Yes. I trod them in my anger and trampled them in my wrath and their lifeblood is sprinkled on my garments and I have stained all my clothing for the day of vengeance was in my heart. And the year of my redeemed is come. I looked, and there was none to help. And I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore, my own arm brought salvation to me, and my wrath, it upheld me. I trod down the peoples in my anger and made Mm. them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. Okay, again, just reminding us of past violence in a way that... I, you know what? Yeah. I think he's just gotten sneakier at being threatening. Mm, Honestly, that's what I'm saying. He's like the dad who's threatening. He went to he went to therapy, and therapy just enabled him to do all the same crappy things, but just with better vocabulary. Happens all the time. Zedeker knows. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he's fueled and he's soaked in all the blood of all the of all the blood. Okay. Great. I will make mention. Of the loving kindness of Yahweh and the praises of Yahweh, according to all that Yahweh has bestowed on us. It's like hard I mean, non sequitur. Tips. What? Okay. And the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies and according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. You know, this reminds me of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And he's like, so that you may blow thine enemies to tiny bits. In thy mercy. It's that like super violent (laughs) in thy mercy, you know? (laughs) Yeah, okay. Cool. According to the multitude of his loving kindness. For he said, surely these are my people. Children who will not deal falsely. So he was their savior. I feel like maybe we're changing who's talking a lot. We're jumping between characters. I have this problem all the time. Like who really is talking? I don't know. Yeah, it's... Is it Isaiah? Is it... God, 
Is it Isaiah through? Is it God through Isaiah? I don't is, know. Is it other characters that show up for a moment? Like who, like whom? Well, remember there was like the the Messiah guy that we learned later maybe was this king of of, of you mean Jesus. Uh, no, the other Messiah oh. guy. Come on now, keep up. No, this is no. We can't. We can't go down this because no one's going to remember, and we're just going to have the no, same conversation Annalisa we have every time about not remembering the ugly things. Messiah. That's Jesus, right? <laughs> we have this conversation. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Keep going. Keep going. Keep okay, going. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yes, he was a Jerusalem too. Anyway, in uh, let's see here. For he said, "Surely these are my people, children who will not deal falsely." So he was their savior. In all their affliction, he was afflicted. And the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity, he redeemed them. And he bore them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he was turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, Moses and his people saying, Where is he who brought them up out of the sea with the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put his Holy Spirit in the midst of them, who caused his glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses, who divided the waters before them to make himself an everlasting name, who led them through the depths as a horse in the wilderness so that they didn't stumble? Okay, hold on. Like, okay, this metaphor. Let me unpack this metaphor. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. He is leading the people as though they are a horse in the desert and he is leading them to a good place, or as in he is a horse leading the people through the desert because the horse knows better and is maybe better adapted to be in a desert. I feel like the latter. I read it you the second way. You think Yahweh yeah. is the horse? <laughs> Yahweh is okay, the Yahweh horse. Okay, Yahweh is yeah. the horse. Oh, that's weird. Like, dragging him along. Do horses know better? I mean, he's well. A, I suppose it depends on the body of knowledge that we're testing the horse on, right? I mean, sure. I think a yes. horse knows better than me as far general, as like which types of hay are the most delicious. I don't know shit about that. I suppose, but I mean, if this horse has been down this path a lot, you know, you could just throw someone on that horse and they'll just go. Right. Exactly. So, uh, it exactly. depends on the context. Yeah. The question is: Is he a horse with no name? Anyway, I doubt it. As he the- has a name and he loves to say it. <laughs> That's true. Okay? That's true. As the cattle that go down into the valley, the spirit of Yahweh caused them to rest. So did you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see from the habitation of your holiness and of your glory. Where are your zeal and your mighty acts? The yearning of your heart and your compassion is restrained toward me. For you are our father, though Abraham doesn't know us. And Israel does not acknowledge us. You, Yahweh, are our Father. Our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. Oh, Yahweh. So it sounds like we're doing a prayer. Oh, Yahweh. Oh. Why do you make us to err from your ways and harden our heart from your fear? Return for your servants' sake, the tribes of your inheritance. Your holy people possessed it but a little while. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. We are become as they over whom you never bear rule, as those who were not called by your name. Okay, now hold on, because this is throwing a whole... Amen, yes, yes. Okay, that was throwing a (laughs) whole other wrench into the works of this line of, Yahweh, why do you make us do bad stuff 
that goes against what you are telling us to do? Why like are you making like us harden people? our hearts from fear? Well, I think this this cracks into the whole free will slash predestiny slash God's mm. will, God having a plan sort of argument, you know, that creates a lot of confusion and distress for a lot of people when they stumble upon uh, this one. Yeah. But yeah, this idea of, okay, well, if God gave us free will as human beings, how can we do things that sin against God, mm. you know, if he knows that, he doesn't want us to do that thing. But also if he knows what's going to happen and everything is under his power, do we say that he's the one who enables us to do those things? Like, why would he do that? If that's, if that's the whole thing. Know. Is this maybe Isaiah kind of being the first one in the Bible who's like, wait a minute. Hang on. You're <laughs> in control of all this like, stuff. This is why we never hear of Isaiah again because You're he's right. like, you know what? Then I became an atheist. I don't no, know. Exactly. I don't like, know. Then the drugs started to wear off and I was like, hold on. Hold, <laughs> hold on a freaking on. minute. Hold on. <laughs> hold up a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. The, the fact that the words harden our hearts is back reminds me of when we talked about that back with Pharaoh where we're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. So God is hardening Pharaoh's heart? specifically so he'd say no so then he could do the plagues like what and now it's kind of isaiah asking the same question about them it's like wait wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute so you made this happen because you wanted to punish us or or like what i'm confused so that's yeah yeah. like Mm. how can god get mad at anything because he made it happen right well yeah it's kind of almost like you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't have a yes, God who is... he's having a cake and baking it and then eating it and then getting mad about it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So he had a pre-baked cake and then he's baking it again and then eating it and then getting mad that, that he bakes it again? No, I'm saying he baked it. He looks at it and he was like, that's a pretty cake. And then he ate it and then he's like, I hate this cake. And then he gets pissed. And so then he made another cake. This metaphor is getting away from us here. Well, I mean, he made another cake, and that cake was after Noah, I guess. Okay, second cake is after Noah, mm, but I he see. still doesn't like I that see. cake no, very much. He hates it. He's just staring at it, and he's like, I want to smash the cake. <laughs> but I'm but not going to smash doesn't. the cake. Huh? I did. He smashes it a little bit. He constantly reminds the cake about how <laughs> he did smash the former cake. Correct. Many times. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to have that, yeah. <laughs> but David is not the cake, exactly. No, no, no. David is not the cake. David is like the... <laughs> the cherry on top that Yahweh plucked off to save for later because he loved yeah. it so much. Or David is like the sous right. baker, the sous chef. The sous chef. And he's sitting next to him and is like, Oh, okay. I love you guys. I'm gonna do some <laughs> psalms about you, which we're about to do. Yes. Let's do them. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where we read <laughs> psalms. Good job. <laughs> okay. Psalm 25 by David. Wow, this this just says by David. David did this one, duh. To you, Yahweh, I do lift up my soul. My God, in you I have trusted. Like it says in the Declaration of Independence. That's not what this says here. Let me not be put to shame. Don't let my enemies triumph over me. Yes, no one who waits for you shall be put to shame. They shall be put to shame who deal treacherously without cause. Show me your ways, Yahweh. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. I wait for you all day long. All day. Wow. I sit at home and I wait for you. Yahweh, remember your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they are from old times. 
It's true. Old times. It's interesting how this kind of it does. relates to what we it were does. just reading. You know what? Actually. We you know, I we, remember we back planned when you were this. Loving to us, we planned this. We made this <laughs> yeah. happen. Definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. We're great producers. Don't remember the sins of my youth nor my transgressions when Gosh, I, David. you know, did all those things. Remember me according to your loving kindness, for your goodness' sake, Yahweh. Good and upright is Yahweh, therefore he will instruct sinners in the way. He will guide the humble in justice. He will teach the humble his way. All the paths of Yahweh are loving kindness and truth to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, Yahweh, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. What man is he who fears Yahweh? He shall instruct him in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease. His seed shall inherit the land. The friendship of Yahweh is with those who fear him. He will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever on Yahweh, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Just just the feet? Are we dangling from uh, the feet and if he plucks it out? I feel like if I'm question. in a net, my whole your whole being is in the net it's probably in the net but what if it's a tiny just around my feet apparently the tiniest of nets turn to me and have mercy on me for I am desolate and afflicted the troubles of my heart are enlarged again with the enlarged heart I don't know Mm. oh bring me out of my distresses consider my affliction and my travail forgive all my sins consider my enemies for they are many They hate me with a cruel hatred. Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Mm -hmm. Redeem Israel, God, out of all his troubles. Wow. That's it. That was by David. He wrote a little poem for God. Psalm 26 by David. Oh. Also, same, same heading for this one. Judge me, Yahweh, for I have walked in my integrity. I have trusted also in Yahweh without wavering. Examine me, Yahweh, and prove me. Try my heart and my mind, for your loving kindness is before my eyes. I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with deceitful men. Neither will I go in with hypocrites." No, sir. Nah. I hate the assembly of evildoers <laughs> and will not sit with the wicked at the lunch table. It's like, mm. They're in a different lunch table than me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will wash my hands in innocence. So I will go about your <sighs> altar, Yahweh, that I may make the voice of thanksgiving to be heard and tell of all your wondrous deeds. Yahweh, I love the habitation of your house. The place where your glory dwells. Choice. Don't gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands is wickedness. Their right hand is full of bribes. Just the one right hand, like a fistful of dollars. Yeah, exactly. Bribes? As for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place. In the congregations, I will bless Yahweh. 
That boy, he's just so full of devotion. He must have been writing one of these like every night before he went to bed. Oh, for sure. This is like so Dear Diary, a sound by David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did he have the time? Because he was doing all kinds of kingly stuff. He and was doing all kinds of people. Doing all kinds of people. He was like, when did he have the time to sit down and compose all of this? Do you think he actually outsourced some of this? Was he like oh, a pop star oh, where yeah. he gets his name put on the song, but really it's like a whole team of producers he had behind a ghost the ghostwriter. Yeah. Oh, so I was thinking writer. it was actually like Avril Lavigne uh. wrote it or something, and or Dolly Parton, <laughs> you know, someone else who writes. Everyone oh yeah, else's where he totally songs, throws it. Right? Like what? Bob Dylan wrote this. Wow. Maybe <laughs> yeah. this was his like ritual. It was his habit. He made sure mm, okay. that this was a habit that he had, and he made sure to do it every single day. It's like some dedication. Out. Yeah. 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 This was his workout. Instead of actually working out, he just he wrote a letter to God. His and then loving heart. Well, God bestowed him a beautiful toned body. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was what happened. (laughs) Okay, yeah, okay. Okay. That's how he got it. Wasn't expecting that. I like this very different kind of workout strategy. It's like instead (laughs) of actually working out hard to get the body you want. You work out your devotion so that God will just give it to you. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the prosperity gospel, right? It's just that with mm. money. But yeah, we right. could try to take that and market it in the other direction of Shit. getting a ripped bod. Sean in the chat just said body by devotion. Mm. That's, I that's mean, that's good. the name of that new product. And the body Abdon 5000 could be part of it. Yeah. Blessed body. Yeah. Hashtag blessed body. Blessed body. Hashtag blessed body. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Guys, you know, I know this podcast isn't going to make us rich. Nah. All these business ideas we get out of it, they <laughs> sure will. So One of them. If we come up with one business idea each episode, something's got to pay off. We have, yeah. though. We like almost <laughs> yeah. have, okay? <laughs> All right. Shall we bring her home? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. If you're interested in coming to any of our live shows, go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know